0: Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Dan Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Hooker. And who I'm here with?
1: Uh, coach Brown. <laughs>
0: coach Brown. Coach Brown. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So tell the people, what do you coach and what do you do?
1: i man, I coach at uh, Luella High School. I'm the head girls basketball uh, coach there. And um, <laughs> I am also a physical education teacher.
0: You one of the PE teachers. So everybody coming to your door?
1: Right, 24-7. That's all I get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So now since you're on the Sports Dan podcast, what other podcasts do you listen to?
1: Um, I am athlete. I'm athlete? Yeah. Ooh, yeah who's I your
0: like favorite?
1: It. Uh probably Chad Ocho Cinco.
0: Oh uh, okay, okay. Hey, everybody okay. loves Ocho.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, Ocho bring the character out everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: and I like Shannon Sharp too. Uh, oh yeah. Claire Shay. Um Yeah. Unk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: nice. I like that. I like that. Okay, so now during the season, when things ain't looking too hot, when thing when your your team is winning, but they're not performing up to a higher standard. What what do you look for for inspiration to get to get your girls going?
1: Um, you know, I just especially this year, uh with us being, you know, pretty good uh, this year, we just, motivation-wise, we just, you know, just kept reminding them about making, you know, we can't win like this, you know, if we want to get to making. So, that was kind of our motivation uh, piece more so this year. I'm just uh, really putting that in their face 24-7, so. So, so, so the ghost of the ring. Right. The
0: ghost, the, ghost of of the, rain. the ghost of the ring. The ghost of the ring. Okay, okay. So, now – what so now? You've been in the game of basketball all your life. What mm-hmm. what or who inspired you to love the game of basketball?
1: Um. Well, my aunt she played. Uh, she played ball. You know, so that was kind of like someone that was close to me that was Hooper. Uh, I actually wear her uh, basketball number number twenty one. It's kind of family tradition. Literally, everybody in my family football, whatever they wear that. But uh, my coach, uh, uh Stacy Maston. Uh, he was the first person to really put a, uh, put me out there on the hardwood, uh, playing, you know, playing basketball. So he was, uh, people don't realize a lot, like how much your coach play a part in a lot of the success that you have or whatever. So, uh, my coach, Stacy Masson, he was the one that really put that love and drove me uh, with basketball.
0: Okay. So now I heard you was a little guard. You went to Fresno. You was, you was a stout guard down there. So talk to me about your playing career.
1: Oh, yeah, I went to D. Carroll High School, the home of the legendary uh, Teresa Edwards. Uh, The 30 for 30 just Show. So, the young bucks should know who uh, Teresa Edwards is, the most decorated women's basketball player ever. So, I went to that high school, uh, the birthplace of Jackie Robinson, uh, Willie C. Harris. So, you know, K we have we have a few legends, legends that way. So that's where I was uh that's where I'm from. That's where I went, the, went to high school. Um then I went to Chipola College uh in Florida and from Chipola College I went to uh, uh Fresno State. So um AAU I played uh Edison's girls basketball. So um won two championships at Chipola, won two conference championships at uh at Fresno State. So yeah, okay career.
0: Oh, okay, hey, all I hear is ring out the ring. That's all I hear. <laughs> all I hear. So you took the Juco route. What right, was, right. So what
1: made you take the Panhandle, it? Not, you know, I like to throw that out there. You know, anybody that know anything about basketball, I know uh, the Panhandle is the number one junior college con- uh conference in the country. You know, so it was yeah. easy, e- either you going through uh, Gulf Coast Community College or Chipotle <laughs> college to get to wherever that, that that final destination was so
0: so you, you never done no smoke you always never, <laughs> never. always
1: welcome it with open arms
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so now you're a coach now how how would you coach your youngest self as a player
1: um my younger self i would say uh probably be a little more uh less serious, you know, more – a little more fun. I think that's a big thing about this generation of kids. Uh, a lot of them are capable of getting a job done with also having more so of that Deion Sanders mentality, you know, that likes camera action, uh, have a good time. You know, life is short. So, just, you know, even with coaching, I try to be like that. Just, you know, I take everything so serious.
0: Okay, okay. So, so you're a player's coach, but you understand – the kids going to get it done. You don't have to be so serious all the time. You can take You can round it back and just chill for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes they get 50-50 of that, you know. <laughs> 50% they might get the hard nose and 50% they get the, you know, okay.
0: <laughs> okay. No, because cause, seeing see you as a coach, all I see is the hard nose. I don't see what goes on that practice. I don't know what goes on that practice.
1: Right, right, right. Now, we have a good time, you know. We definitely have a good time th- good time. One thing I will say, all of my alumni, I probably have uh, like 11, 11 to thirteen kids uh, since my six years at Luella. That's playing uh, playing college ball, and they always uh, leave and tell me the same thing. Coach Ron, thank you so much. College is so easy. You know, we had the freshmen that's crying and so on. I'd be like, yeah, you didn't have Coach Ron as a coach. Just, it's, it's nothing. It's easy work.
0: <laughs> okay. So, you took a juke then you went to Fresno State. As a player, now, now that NIL is a thing, what deals you would have went out of, what you would have went and tried to seek after?
1: Man, oh, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, I know for a fact that J.C., I would have I definitely got a six-figure deal. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Um uh, But I don't know, man. I mean, more so those 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 local deals or whatever, you know, Mm I think I would have I would have been able to grab a few of those.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. So now you went from on the hardwood to on the sidelines as a coach. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What inspired you to start coaching?
1: I mean, as a point guard, you always a coach, you know, as a point guard leading the team, and you know, your coach always have that expectation. Expectation of you, or uh, being the other coach out there on the court, so it's kind of really natural if you notice a lot of uh, porn guards are uh, are the ones that become coaches. I mean, it's it's just I guess this is just in our DNA, but you know that's something I always knew that I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted uh, I want to go down as one of the greatest high school coaches of all time. I
0: mean, your, your track record is going is going down that path. <laughs> <laughs> the record was really good so now no problem no problem so now what coaches what like what piece of coaching you take from other coaches away and you put it in your game in your coaching plan
1: um at the high school level um uh, you know fed high school coach uh coach Gilbert I love what she do I love what she did when she was at Spartan. Um, I kind of took a little of her, you know, approach of how, you know, the emphasis that she put on, you know, defense and her press or whatever. Uh, then um, Coach Hank, I have a lot of respect for her um, at Westlake, you know, to do what she have done, uh, four consecutive state championships, and then go win the GACO National. I don't get no better than that. So, you know, and then um, Coach Geraldine at Buford, uh, he does such an amazing job you know, with, with his, with his program and, um, uh, coach Roe Rice, uh, defense. Uh, we was, we, we was actually coached together, uh, this year. So, you know, I'm pretty sure he took a few things away, you know, from, from me to Northview, and I kept a a lot of things, uh, from him, uh, that we still continue to do at, uh, Luella. So it's just a, it's a collective group of, uh, you know, of coaches that I definitely watch, um, I have a lot of respect for them. Um, Definitely, uh, you know, my mentor is uh, uh, Sims, Jamon Sims. Uh, He's actually uh, the head coach at uh, Luella now, a boys basketball program. And so I really get to see him every day and just uh, milk him for information. And, you know, I'm never that – I never will be that type of person that think they know everything. If I could sit and talk and get information all day, I'll, you know, I do that. So, Yeah
0: being a sponge being a sponge right Venus. okay so now i the tradition is your players run across country is that, right. is that, is that tradition still going on to this day
1: yes <laughs> and they hate it
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what made you say you guys have to run across country to be on my team
1: uh well i wouldn't say to be on my team but i mean that's a strong requirement you know if if you want to get out that hardwood, that's a scrum, scrum, scrum uh, requirement. Uh, we did it in high school, uh, Carroll High School. That's something that I took from my coaches there. Uh, like I said, Coach Masson, um, that was my high school coach as well. And it just helped you so much. You know, they hate it in the process, but uh, when the season started, love it. Um, I remember one year, maybe like four years ago, I literally only had like six players and we was, we was, blowing people out, beat running them out of the gym with six players. I don't mean where you got six players, you sub. I mean like that's all we had was six bodies. And we played the whole entire game and we pressed, but we was in such we was in such great uh shape. I remember we played uh Jefferson, they beat us probably by twenty in the uh maybe sweet sixteen or elite eight. Um uh, he said coach, he said, you know, I was I was getting um uh, reports and stuff on you guys and just like, man, team so quick, they press you the whole game and they say, well, how do you beat them? Say you better have more bodies. Yes. And they be able, they better be able to run all day cuz the six that she got can run all day. And that's just a testament from cross country like we really put an emphasis on conditioning and making sure that we are in top-notch shape. So, and then it's a mental thing, you know, mental toughness. Uh everybody can't get out and run 3 miles. Uh and you know I like to show on video and talking about uh Geno at UConn and stuff. Uh, you know, that's what they do. They 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 run like they're on a cross country team. At least they did when I was um in college. So
0: wow. Wow, that's that's crazy. So so used to so now making and run cross country. So do you work out with do you work out with them and how, how do the workouts go when you work out with them?
1: Um, you know, I get clowned on a lot. Uh, we work. We work out together. Uh, they tell me every year, Coach Brown, you say you' was gonna lose ten more pounds. Get on, get in here. Let's get after it. So, you know, I have to make sure I do a minimum of what I could do as much as I can to be able to talk trash. You know, so when I get to the point where I'm no longer able to talk trash, then I scale it back and be like, Nah, no, you know, I'm 35 years old. You guys got it. I done paid my dues. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, we work out, we play. Uh, I play with them every now and then. We have an uh, open gym or we scrimmage or whatever with each other. I, I play. I work out and when we run cross country. I always bring it, uh, the wheel. So I, I stay in the back and, and bring the wheel.
0: <laughs> okay. Hey, that's some great stories right there. Great stories. Okay. Yeah. So now, you, you talk, talk to me about your first year to, uh, to now going to your sixth year. Uh,
1: what you what you mean?
0: Okay, so your road from the what, Luella the the culture you had at Luella from year one to the culture you you have now to year six.
1: Um, man, it's crazy. Uh, I think you know the culture that we have there is uh, you know, winning. You know, every year we get a little closer to it. I mean, this year was one point. Three seconds away from it, you know. So I think it's just each year, just going back, you know. Uh, especially with this class now that's coming up the senior class, um, been there four years together, um, and and it's kind of I, I like to always tell them, you know, listen to the story of uh, of uh, Don Staley with with her particular group, you know, how they uh, they they lost, they got put out, one of them getting put out, I think in like the final four or something like that. Uh, and then COVID year happened, then they got put out uh, before well, Before that, Aaliyah Boston missed a shot at the buzzer. Uh, then they came back their junior year, and they won it this year. So it's just all about, I think, you know, each, each kid that come in the program and our alumni is very involved. Uh, they always come back. They always, you know, speaking you know, of, you know, the importance of, of making sure uh, you keep up, with the, the integrity and the and the foundation that they have laid as a young, you know, group in the, in the program and so on. And I just think, our uh, the culture is just, you know, about winning, you know, getting, a, getting an edu- education being able to put yourself in a position where you don't work your behind out for four years and you're able to go get a, you know, free education. And, um, but we definitely, uh, I know for a fact have changed the culture at Luella, uh, Uh, It's respected when we walk in buildings, Uh, no matter what anybody say. The L in the Lion is always respected when we walk in any building, you know, whether people said or not. So, uh, And that comes from the last six years of what the kids have done during these six years to earn the right to be proud when they walk into any building with the L on the chest. I
0: mean, the confidence, I mean... You're so confident in your team and your ability to coach. Where where does that come from?
1: I'm from South Georgia, man. I mean, no one has ever given us anything. I come from a single parent household. You know, my mom, my sister went to University of Troy. She went Division One. Uh, she wanted the she held the records, records at Troy. She uh, she's one of the baddest girls that ever ran in the Sun Belt. I got a brother that went to University of Akron for football, uh, for uh, Division I. So, you know, three out of four kids went to play Division One sports, got a free education. Um, my mom was an All-American in track. So it just come from that grind of, like, you know, of my mom, like, it's confidence. There's nothing in this world that you can't do. It doesn't matter what anybody say. Um if it's a roadblock, you either find a way to bust through it or get around it. But we don't make any, any excuses; we just get it done. And that comes from my mom of how we was raised, me and my siblings. And that's something that's in me. It don't matter, you know. I take the state championship game for example. You know, we lost. It's of course, you know, people gonna always have the opinion. As a coach, you should have did this. You should have did that. As a player, even when I was a player, okay, she should have did this. She should have done that. But I take all that with a grain of salt, going one ear and out another one. You know, I had someone tell me today, 90% of the people that had a comment on the game never even played at Macon, never coached on the sideline at Macon, probably never even been to Macon. So it would be unjust due to me, my coaching staff, all my players, for us to ever give a crap about anybody's opinion. I
0: love it. I love it. (laughs) That's how I live
1: my life (laughs) or anything, like, if it's if it if you're not in my circle, your opinion is kind of pointless.
0: Okay, so so now like I see I see pictures I see pictures all throughout. You love you love posting your mom. You love it. You lo- you love posting your bodyguard. My niece. <laughs> your Bodyguard. Yeah. You, know, you love posting your bodyguard. So talk to me about how important how important your support system is for you.
1: Oh, my support system is amazing. You know, uh it's probably it's not too many games that you won't see my my sisters, uh my mom, my, my uh my stepmom, like my grandmother, my aunt, I mean they drive 4 hours from South Georgia to come to come to the games. So, yeah, my support system have always been crazy. I have a very supportive family. And my nieces, everybody think those my kids, but I have to tell them yeah, those those my nieces with those like my mini me's. And in about probably three, four years, you know, you'll see them on, on front lines and gyms with a ball in their hand, hooping. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. That's crazy. Cause I I remember my dad told me a story. I just saw this little girl just standing beside Coach Brown. I didn't who it was. And then I in the police too. I was like, ooh, wait.
1: No games, so. Yeah. So my brother's a police officer. So my niece, one of my nieces, Braylon, she has come uh obsessed with uh a police officer. So so anytime, you know, she have a mom buying all kind of police stuff. So and 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 it'd be me like, okay, let her wear it. She wanna wear it to the game, let her wear it to the game. If it was up to my sister, she wouldn't have a mom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love, I love the brown fit. I love the brown fit. So now we're finna get in a game of this or that. I'm gonna take one item or another, and you choose between that. All right. All right. So I know I I know I know you call yourself coach for swag. You love to dress up, everything. So what completes the outfit? The hat or the glasses?
1: The hat for sure.
0: <laughs> okay, so when you when you coach you rather be dressed up in, in, a, in a suit that you always wear or you'd be dressed down in a sweatsuit?
1: Depends on who we plan.
0: Depends on who we plan. Right, that's a good one. That's good one. So now, I see you rocking the natural hair, but at first, Coach Brown, year three, four, used to rock them braids. Right. So, so what are we going to see this year?
1: We're going to stay with the natural. And we're going to stay with the natural? Yeah, we we'll with the natural. <laughs> okay.
0: so, as a, so as a player, would you rather have a game it stopped. Or have a game in a bucket.
1: Game with a bucket for sure.
0: <laughs> okay. Will well, which one's more relieving for you? Having a big who can finish any layup they put up or have a shooter hit all their shots around, around the perimeter?
1: Give me the big girl.
0: <laughs> okay. So you talked about 30 for 30. Which, which player which player did you love looking at more? Daryl <sighs> Swoops or Don Staley?
1: Uh, (laughs) man, you talk about two pioneers right here. (laughs) Oh, man. I say I go with Don because she's a point guard. So I go, I got to go with Don.
0: Don, Don, Don was flashy. Don was
1: yeah. I got to go with Don. But Cheryl was the bucket.
0: (laughs) Hey, that third for third taught me a lot. Cheryl Cheryl was like that. Cheryl was like that. Okay. So now. We all we all know we all know, down there in South Georgia, I love to eat. So, we, so which holiday is bigger, Fourth, Fourth of July barbecue or Thanksgiving?
1: Definitely Thanksgiving.
0: Thanksgiving.
1: Hundred people at the house.
0: <laughs> okay, so so on Thanksgiving plate, would you, rather, would you rather have yams and dressing, or would you rather have mac and cheese and baked beans?
1: Yam yeah, and dressing.
0: Uh what's what's up with yams? Like
1: please explain to me the goodness in yams. Listen, now, old school. Old school, man. Old school. Is your is your uh your great grandmother alive? She's still living?
0: Nah, uh, she's not living. Well but... you ain't
1: gonna never know. You not gonna <laughs> never your grandmother, your grandmother living?
0: My my grandma, my grandma did cook yams with time for me. Yeah, I think I ate that. I think I ate right.
1: it. Right. Your grandmother, your great grandmother still living then you will understand. There's <laughs> nothing like southern yams.
0: Okay, so would you rather have reals or, or would you rather have or
1: ham? Ham, I'm not a real big real beater.
0: Oh, you ham? Okay, okay. Ham. Would, you rather, would you rather have collard greens or would you rather have baked beans with the beater?
1: Collard greens. Collard,
0: okay, so at, after, you eat, after you eat your plate, would you rather have the pie or would you rather have the cake?
1: Red velvet. Red, Red velvet cake.
0: <laughs> I ain't had to ask for, I ain't had that Pacific cake. You just told me straight down.
1: My favorite, man. My Auntie Sonia cooked that. That's the best real velvet cake ever.
0: She she cooked with the pecans in them?
1: Yes. Listen, I haven't met anyone yet that tops her real velvet. If I ever (laughs) meet someone that could top her real velvet, I give them $100. All right,
0: now. (laughs) Put your money where your mouth
1: is. My money where my mouth at.
0: All right. So now in the NBA, you're the owner. You have yet you, you can choose between two teams. Would you, would you rather own the Lakers or would you rather own the Warriors?
1: Mm, Lakers, rich history, cannot is undefeated.
0: Okay, okay. So now in the WNBA, you got you got you got a plethora of talent throughout the league. So now, would you rather choose Aja Wilson or John Quill Jones?
1: Edge Wilson, without a
0: doubt. AJ Wilson just got that dog in her.
1: She just different man. You can start it. You can put anybody around him, win. Yeah, AJ Wilson for sure.
0: Okay, so now, um, you can you can go to you can go to either either or the sideline, either of the sideline. Rather coach Atlanta Dream for a year or coach the Carolina Gamecocks for a year.
1: Gamecocks.
0: The Gamecocks. You will go to Columbia, and when you ring,
1: <laughs> Gamecocks. Uh, the
0: game, the Gamecocks has probably I, I say the best fan base in women's basketball. To
1: me, I think I think them in uh, you know, yukon Tennessee. I don't think those two fan bases is ever going anywhere. UConn and Tennessee fan bases is is is, is unreal. And we're not even talking about Stanford. Uh,
0: uh, but, yeah, we didn't even get over to Stanford. We didn't go on the West Coast. We stayed on the East
1: Coast. Right. <laughs> so I think those women, those basketball programs for women is, is just absolutely amazing. So now I think South Carolina is definitely uh, definitely up there. But when you're talking about uh, UConn, Stanford, Tennessee, and you know, South Carolina, yeah, those fan bases is um, amazing. I can only imagine, you know, just from going to Fresno State, how those kids are treated at those schools.
0: Oh man! So yeah. now, let's talk money-making decisions. Would rather own a hotel or own a resort? A resort. Where at? Uh,
1: probably Cancun. Can't somewhere, yeah. Okay. I like Cancun.
0: Okay, so would you rather own land in Florida or own land in Texas? Florida. Florida, I doubt, cause the weather, by the beach, everything. That,
1: all the beaches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so now, would you rather own a gas station or own a grocery store?
1: Gas station. It's five. It's almost six dollars for unleaded. <laughs>
0: Hey, if you own a gas station, you're making you gonna you're gonna make a hell of a lot of money, man. Right. Okay, so now this last question. For all feelings aside, in the 2v2, who would you rather be your partner? Keely Brown or Jada Session?
1: <laughs> no, you didn't ask me
0: that. <laughs> I did.
1: It depends on who I'm playing. Who I'm playing against.
0: You can say the politically correct answer. Stop trying to do that.
1: If it's, if it's me and another guard, if we're playing against a guard, i take Keely. If we're playing against a big, I got to take Jada.
0: <laughs> so it depends on who you play.
1: Depend on who I'm playing. We're playing a guard, I got to go with Keely. we we playing, <laughs> we playing a big, I got to take my big girl.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So now, so now, you completed this or that. How'd you like it? I didn't hear you. You you completed the game this or that. How did you like it?
1: Oh, it was good. I like <laughs> it. That was cool.
0: Okay, so talk to me about Title IX from while you were growing up to now in year 2022.
1: Um, I think I think we still have a long way to go uh, when it comes down to you know women's basketball. Uh, just for what I'm in, but, you know, across the board, you know, so- soccer just had a, a huge win on their end to, you know, to be paid equally with, uh, you know, the men's uh, soccer team. But I think we have so so far to go. I know last year uh, during the tournament, I know a lot of the uh, – maybe last year or the year before, I think it was last year, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the women's basketball players was posted in the weight room, uh, you know, at the NCAA tournament as far as the gifts they got compared to – you know, with the men, the men got. And I, I never really paid attention to that when I was at, uh when I was at State for us, you know, of course, you know, we won our conference every year. So going to the NCAA tournament and, and going to the NGACA tournament, seeing what we got compared to what the, what the boys, you know, got uh, the, the disparity in that. So I think we have a long, a long way to go with that. And what's crazy to me, the craziest thing is, is that a lot of these people that it, that's in position, that's making these decisions, they have daughters. Mm. So I don't understand why, as a man, you wouldn't want your daughter to get, you know, what she earned. No one is asking for anyone to give women anything. We're asking to get, you know, what we deserve, you know. Same thing I feel, you know, as a coach, and, uh just, you know, in Georgia, you know I can only speak on that because that's where we're from uh of coaches, you know same thing of us you know basketball is really a year round sport you know if you you had were well, you talking about the the talent that that comes out of the state or whatever and basketball you have you know football coaches that make six figures to coach football. They don't know,
0: have one record
1: that don't even win, and you have basketball programs, boys and girls. You know, I know we're talking about Title nine, but I'm just saying, of just in general, how far we have to go and stuff that's winning. And, um, you know, you take, like I said, we're talking about women, you take Coach Hank from Westlake. Hell, she won the Gakko National last year, man. So, no,
0: it's just. It's just now Title Nine. It's become it's become more. Everyone's keeping an eye on it because the power of social media. Right. From, from players to coaches to people who have power to say something. Now they're saying something, and now people in that position have have a have a fire lit, lit up under them to make those decisions. Right. To improve, to improve where to go, from back then.
1: Right, right. You know, it definitely came a long way, but, you know, coming a long way, it it isn't good enough. You know, like done, you know, I think she was she was just having something where she was on the interview where I was talking about the twenty two point seven million. How long it took her to get there, where she already had earned that money before they even gave her the money. She was already a national champion before she even went back to the table. Like, you know, and again, you know, that ain't shoot anything against uh, the men's coach, but hell, you know, South Carolina has become a women's basketball school. And, you know, the men's, the boys' coach is getting paid more than her. You know, you should get paid for your work. So I don't I don't think it should be, you know, I don't even, I don't believe even in the, you know, the whole, you know, equal pay to a certain extent. If I'm better than you, I'm better than you. So pay me for what I'm worth.
0: Bring me my money
1: mummy my coins <laughs> i i completely i completely
0: agree with you on that one hundred one hundred one hundred percent one hundred percent it's just that like like the school the school in Athens, like the women's team it's they put out they go to tournament every year, but <laughs> somehow the the men draw a bigger crowd every time, I just don't get that
1: right, well, I mean. Just like you take the whole situation, we're talking about China Nine, what's going on with Brittany Griner, you know, you know, regardless of the the all other stuff I don't want to get into all of that, but just the whole factor her even being in Russia, you know, she is an all-star. <laughs> she is the face of the, she is one of the faces of the WNBA and she had to leave and go play in Russia to make more money. She had to leave her hometown and her family. Uh, I mean, you have jokers that sitting on the bench in the in the NBA that don't play at all and making three million dollars to sit on the bench. So, I mean, and and you don't have the caliber of athletes, you know, LeBron James, your 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 Jay Morant, Ja Morant, and all these players. Just you know, Luca, they're not having to go play for another country in order to make money to make ends meet. You know. We just passed where the WNBA have uh where they're able to house their kids for daycare. That one? Yeah, so that just happened, I believe it was last year. So where now they can, you know, house house their kids and, and yeah, it's crazy, man. It's it's just crazy because you know, just from being a former athlete at my level. Um, I know the work that it takes and, you know, that it took, you know, just at that level. So I can only imagine that the WBA, you know, they don't – they fly commercial. Right. So, I mean, they might have a game on Tuesday, ENA game, got a game on Wednesday or whatever the case is. They got to fly and go play. I know Scarlett Diggins put something on social media where they made it to the game the same day they had to play. There's no way in the hell that LeBron James would fly – and play on the same day. That would never happen. So again, you know, we I think we just have, we have a long, a long way to go, you know, unfortunate, you know, Kobe passed and he was one of those big faces and, and, and was changing a lot of stuff and putting his, putting his eyes in, in the conversation. So we have to have more men of that caliber that have that type of fan base and that type of uh pe- uh presence that people listen to them Uh, kind of take over that fight and, to continue to move us forward.
0: Okay. Great message, great message. So, so now for the 30 for 30, for Title 9 that just came out recently. How how did that move you to to want more for the women's game?
1: Oh man, I think the I mean, it's it's just crazy what women are, you know, capable to, uh capable of doing right now. I mean, um you're talking about the are dunking? I mean, you got, what, three, I think, that's at South Carolina now that's dunking. No. So, I know Ashley Watkins just signed there, and she's hanging in the air dunking. So, you you know, women basketball in itself, just the skill set and the stuff that they're able, uh, women are able, able to do has changed. So, I think uh, you didn't have too many players that was like Don Staley. That like you spoke on earlier, that was flashy, that was get the crowd involved, and you know so on. And I think that women basketball is 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 bringing that to the forefront. I mean, um, you know, Fly J was I'm the only McDonald's American All-American in the state of Georgia this year, and I mean she is just fun to watch. I mean how she engaged with the crowd and so on. So I think more so of, uh, of that and people actually being involved. You know I think it was a great time for them coming out with the thirty for 30 so people can understand how far women basketball have came um to now, but I definitely think that uh uh they can move the needle a little faster than what it's being moved this way at all.
0: okay, so now the the direction of women's basketball do are you are you happy that the direction is moving upward or are you still not satisfied?
1: Oh yeah, you can never be satisfied. You know, happy is sometimes to be content. And, you know, you can never be satisfied. And my whole thing is, you know, I know one of my nieces, at least, uh, she said that she wanted to be a basketball player, you know. So if she wanna be a basketball player, that's that's fighting for that as well. So she's able, if that's something that, you know, any of my nieces wanna do, that they're able to, you know, get paid for what You know, they're they're worth, you know, you have jokers that's the NLI deal are getting paid more than women that's in the WNBA. They're they're actually getting paid. I mean, Paige Buckers is having, it's got six-figure deals. And you got some women in the WNBA, not just one six-figure deal. She has multiple, according to Gino. And she just signed with, uh, I think, Crocs. And she's making more than people that's in the WNBA. So, you know, we had to catch up. We had to catch up. There's no way that a college athlete should be making more than a professional athlete. You know, that's sad. That's, and then the professional athlete have to pack their stuff up and go overseas and play for more money.
0: That's 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 crazy. That's that's sad, man. We need to do better as a community to make the women's game more more for the future and for the present for the future generations and now because, right. because women's basketball if people actually sit down and watch women's basketball it's actually enjoyable to watch.
1: Of course.
0: Like like my mom, like my mom she made she was like, oh we're gonna go to a women's game. She 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 cared for the boys, she cared for the sweat, but we we're gonna go to these girls games. She had me <laughs> right there behind the bench watching the game all the time. As a little boy, I know what was going on, but all I knew is them girls could hoop.
1: Right, right. <laughs> hoop.
0: So, so I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate for the women's game to be pushed forward and to be better for future generations. And I'm right there with you. I'm not, I'm not satisfied. I mean, yeah, the table, the tables are turning, but it took how how many years to do it? Right, right. So, so we got to do better. We got to do better. So now. For you, you're, you're confident. You're, you're never satisfied. Are those are those are those some of those principles you take in life and on the court, or you have many others?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. You know, just keeping keep God first. You know, that's that's a lot. You know, as well, where the confidence come come uh, come from. Uh, I was raised up in church. Uh, So I believe heavily on, you know, on that. You know, God will give you the desires of your heart. You know, so it just, you know, some people look at some things as arrogance, but you know, when you're talking about just being confident in your ability and being confident, you know, even as far as in the faith that you have that God's going to do exactly what he said, what he promised you that he was going to do. So, you know, it's a little deeper than, deeper than that, but you would have to know me to get those type of conversations. So, you know, you know, if you're on the outside looking in, you might just look at it as cockiness. No, it's just confident in knowing that uh, there's a lot of stuff like, you know, God favor, you know, and 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 in favor of failure, uh, people look at failure as if it wasn't favor it's always favor it's always uh uh, a positive outlook from for for everything so but that's 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 my outlook on that
0: okay 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 so now but now when when kids say they want to play for you and want to play on your team what what do you what do you look for in them to show that hey they they could they could be a part a
1: part of this team, this program um, I mean, just being passionate, you know, really being about your business and and what I've learned you know um, from from coaching is is the same way as a you know player like you get in what you put in, you get out of it what you put in it, you know and and unfortunately, we live in a society where everybody thinks that their kid. Observe 32 minutes, you know, unfortunately we live in that type of environment where, you know, recreation, everybody get a trophy. There's no losers. That's not life and life. you There's failures in life and uh, sports should be about teaching you how to work through those things and navigate you know through disappointments and and, and failure and failure failures and you know you made it and make the team you might have didn't make the starting lineup i mean everybody know the the story of michael jordan not making this team and coming home and telling his mom parents and his mom told him to try harder so you know that i think that generation of thing is gone so you know as a coach um I think that's the biggest thing for me, you know, uh, that's why you kind of have to have that, uh, thick skin per se, you know, that thick skin and understand that, uh, you always have to do what's best for the program. You also have to do what's best for, you know, on the average, I might just say have 20, 22 girls, uh, 22 girls. So it's, it's always trying to, you know, keep that in mind and, you know, as, as, people that's not a part of that, you only care about the one item that you have that can connect all of that together. So I mean it's not easy. It's a lot that's required to put on that Luella uniform. And um and and some people some people embrace it and you know, and some people is, you know, I wish you well. I love you. And um uh, and that's that's, you know, that's how it is. You know, at the end of the day, uh to me, like I said, my goal is to, you know, is to be one of the greatest high school basketball coaches, you know, ever, and uh, and that is leaving a legacy, you know, and you know we have a, we have something in our gym with uh with all the pictures of the girls, you know that has you know that has went to college. I have a I have a group chat with uh with a with a good bit of my alumni that's in it, and you got some that, you know, didn't go to school for basketball, you know, they went to school, you know, for other reasons, and, you know, it's not just about basketball, I like for them to understand that, one, you're a black woman, so, you know, no one is going to give you anything, and um, the WNBA roster is, is very small, you know, so use this tool in order to advance yourself and get what you want to get, and you know in life so you know grades wise I know it's cliche a lot of people but we take it very, very serious you know we take it very 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 serious you know I had, I had like three four girls they had like 4.2 4.3 on the GPA I mean on the uh, team this year uh, I had a kid a couple years ago uh, Taylor Brown scored Perfect score on the ACT, so you know we take we take pride in the academic point as well. Just for them, you know, just understand one—you are a woman. And it's not easy for us women, let alone for Black women. So,
0: okay, okay. I mean, a perfect score on the ACT, man. God got y'all on that, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. I couldn't take test. I could at all. I couldn't <laughs> take them test at all. So. So, you did – you do all that. So, now, which players reminds you of yourself a lot, like, whoa, why are you acting like young young Coach Brown?
1: Um, I would say that reminds me of me. You mean game-wise or personality? Personality.
0: Personality.
1: Um – From the team this year, I don't know, from the team this year, I would say uh, maybe Melanie Smith a little bit, Uh, maybe. The year before that, definitely uh, uh, Courtney, she had a little attitude about herself on the court. Uh, Courtney Gardner, she had she had that that feistiness in her, kind of like I did on the court. So uh, probably I would I probably would say those two.
0: Okay, okay. So now, I uh, you you got a whole bunch of pregame rituals. I seen the sunglasses walking the gym, dressing up sometimes. Got a sweat suits. I seen I seen sunglasses on the court. So talk to me. What is your pregame ritual? Playlist. What's on your pregame playlist and what's your pregame meal? Because we all know we gotta eat good before the game, but not too
1: much. <laughs> um, well, actually we did this, we came out with the sun uh sunglasses uh this year. Uh I think we're gonna continue to do that. Um uh so that was actually something that uh my assistant coach, Coach Pope, put together. And I think it kind of fit us, it fit our swag. Uh, who we are so and I kind of pissed a lot of people off too so I think we'll stick with that so we'll definitely be bringing the shades uh back back again this year for sure uh my playlist uh actually it's like 50 50 like gospel (laughs) I have to I listen to a little church music uh here and there but I'm actually a jazz person I listen to jazz Kirk Wallum is who I like so yeah. Jazz? And we always have a team uh theme song as well. Uh, last year was a uh, neck of your buck. So I'm not sure what it'll be this year. <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. First off, jazz in the headphones. I could see it actually with with you. I can see it. I can yeah. kind of see it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like cool, calm, collected through your ears. On the course, a whole different animal.
1: Can, right, right.
0: <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. So now, and food, food
1: wise, um, for the most part, we have honey baked ham.
0: Honey baked ham. Whoa, yeah. what's what's on your sandwich?
1: <sighs> the basic, the ham, lettuce, um, the honey baked ham sauce, the honey. I think it's honey or something like that. Yeah, so it's basic.
0: Okay. Okay. So now you've been a player, and now you coach. What are some of the best games you've been a part
1: of on both ends on the hardwood? Uh, probably my first year in college when we won the uh the championship. uh um, we we'll beat Gulf Coast. So that's probably was, uh player-wise one of the best games. Uh I hit the free throw, take us in overtime to win the game. So that was definitely one of the most memorable games. Um, coaching wise, um, we, we have had some crazy games coaching wise, but I would say the most memorable as of today, uh, a lot of people would say, thinking to be making it to the state championship game, but it actually would be, uh, us going to Carver Columbus and playing
0: at their house.
1: Energy was not just so much, just the game, just the energy. And the building was like electric, like it was crazy. Like you would have thought that that was the state championship game. It was literally electric in there, like you couldn't hear yourself think. Like it was just, it was crazy. When we pulled up, the line was so long to get into the gym, like it was just, yeah. It was that was like one definitely for the memory books. definitely.
0: Wow, line all the way wrapped around. Y'all put up in the bus. They had take out through the back.
1: Yeah, and they actually kicked us out of there too. We was in a celebrating, you know, they called the police on us and kicked us out. So I would definitely, yeah, they called the police on us and kicked us out of their gym. So that was like the craziest. That was like the craziest thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm already right. knowing that ride back home was sweet though.
1: It was amazing. You know, we had to speak or we played knock if you buckle all the way home with the shades on in the dark. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Your team, your yeah. team sure does have your personality through and through.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I try for my hardest to rub it off on them
0: <laughs> Through and through. So you now, gotta, you
1: gotta feel good about yourself. Nobody else's job. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta love you. So yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So now, all the all those games that happened in the past. What games do you look forward to playing this year?
1: I'm looking forward to going back to um, making. So whatever game that is, whoever that is. I in my- <laughs>
0: hey, she sitting here first. We're gonna be back in that state championship. Best believe that. You can step that right now. Yeah. So you can step that right now. Okay. 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 So now, what what players you look for? You look for to see growth out to see growth throughout the season.
1: Oh man, all of them, especially the seniors. Uh, I have seven seven seniors, I believe, returning. So, uh, just just this group of seniors, uh, you know, Ariana Dyson, uh, I mean, talking about number one power forward in the state, you know, so really looking for her to have an amazing year this year. Uh, guard Cameron, Cameron Berry, uh, you know, looking for her to really, you know, step out of that shell of hers and... and, and and be, you know, be a lockdown defender and uh be able to create and, and make shots. Uh Tamiya Stevenson, uh man, uh, Sosa. Man, my senior my senior class is uh uh Trinity Layton. Uh, of course we, we were turning three starters from last year. Melanie Smith, she did she's actually the youngest one out of that particular bunch. So just I'm just looking for all of them, man. Even you know, the junior class, uh now freshman babies that we have, you know, I'm I i I'm known for starting freshmen, throwing them out there to the rules. So, you know, it's just going to be interesting to really see, you know, how hard they work and compete with each other, you know, this year for playing time because, you know, nothing's going to be given to anybody. So um, I'm excited to see how they compete with each other.
0: OK, so you 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 put you put people in college one way or another. Coach Brown gonna send them to college. <laughs> hey, they say I'm sending my baby to you because you put you put people in college <laughs> so what 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 athletes have you sent to, who have you sent to college and where have they gone
1: oh man um, Kamaya Holishad she went to South Georgia Tech uh, she's currently at um, at our Auburn State uh, that's what she'll be playing at this year um uh, Money McNeil should be at uh, Detroit Mercy this year. Uh just to name everybody that we have uh, that I've coached. Uh Keely Brown, uh Fresno State, um, Jada Session, Furman, Cartner Gardner, um, Coppin, uh Shakira Lowry, is at, uh Point, uh Zarya Bankston, uh West Georgia, um, hmm I hope I didn't who oh yeah 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 my seniors this year uh Evelina Davaloco, which to me was the hands down the best point guard in the state nobody can't argue me that uh she's going to Jacksonville um uh Natalie Martin she's going to Miles College um I think uh then Maya went to Payne. So yeah, that's my seniors uh from from this year. And then uh hopefully we go seven for seven this year with uh with the senior class.
0: Okay, so so out of out of the alumni group, give me your starting
1: five. Oh man, don't <laughs> do that to me. <laughs> don't do that to me.
0: Give me your starting five and why?
1: <laughs> my star in five. It is so crazy that you asked me that probably about two months ago, it was a whole debate on Twitter as far as uh, Zarya Bankston, Kamaya Hollished, uh Keely Brown, Amani McNeil, and Shakira Lowry versus uh, Courtney Gardner, Jada Session, Ariana Dyson, um, Cameron Berry and I wanna say Tamaya. T- it was oh man, that's so hard. Uh that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> you ain't gonna make me answer that. Oh, uh, you ain't gonna make me answer that. Um Jada Session uh Keely Brown for sure. Evelina Davaloco. How many is that?
0: That's three right now.
1: (laughs) We got two more. (laughs) Oh man. You saying that's not graduated. You say alumni, right?
0: Alumni.
1: I have to pick nobody that's in school. Alumni only.
0: Alumni only.
1: Okay. Um (laughs) Okay, so yeah, Jada Session, Keely Brown, uh, Evelina, Amani McNeil, and then it'd be either Zarya Benson or Kamaya Hollish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, so you told me in the beginning, those first five split together, which five you think will win in the pickup game? With refs?
1: who I think will win. Yep, uh, I'm gonna have to go with the first group, the first because, uh, uh, man, dang, I even forgot about Courtney. I forgot about Courtney. Yeah, it's, it's so hard because you had like money. Courtney Z Jada Keely Kamaya Hollinshead like those kids was unreal good. But as far as Team A versus Team B, uh, Keely or Money Cam Z and Shakira, I think they'll win. I think uh, because off all all of them was they just they were just tough like they was like hard enough was tough you know how like uh let me see my team now nah, they hollywood that team right there was like gutter they were like gutter <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, oh my my second group of babies they hollywood you know uh, they got high. the lashes done the the nails done they going to get massages before the game manis and petties before the game that that my younger group though yeah they was they was different <laughs> Okay. Like, they want to, they they like, when they say let's go to war, they like, let's go to war. <laughs> you know? But that second group was probably all the way around more skilled. But the first group was some dogs.
0: Okay. So, so, so we we taking the trench mob versus the pretty girls.
1: Yeah. Versus my, my, uh, no, no. They like, they Hollywood. They Hollywood. They Hollywood. <laughs> you know, they still grind. They still grind, but, uh, you know, Z, uh, Z, them group, I could put them on a, on a bus. My second group, they want to go first class on Delta, <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: that's half, of, that's my fault though. That's my fault. They spoil. they spoil right.
0: I mean, you wouldn't have it any other way though.
1: No, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't.
0: wouldn't have it any other way. Okay, so now your career, your career's is just getting started. But talk to me about people that you met and you just been starstruck by you meeting them.
1: I didn't hear you. It was oh. it was acting no. up.
0: Okay, talk talk to me about your career, your your coaching career and your playing career. You young, you young, just thirty five. You ain't, you aging just like fine wine. So talk. What? about... Talk to me about meeting famous people that you met, and you were just starstruck by meeting them. Um, I
1: don't know about being star uh, starstruck. Um, you know, my brother-in-law, uh he used to play for the uh, for the Raiders. Uh, so I mean, around celebrities. There's celebrity every day. You you give me, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know about being starstruck about anybody. I don't think. I feel like I'm a celebrity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they meeting you. Know? You're you not meeting them. Huh? They meeting you. You're not right. Meeting them. Well,
1: actually, my brother-in-law took me to a game to uh my sister husband uh to see the uh, Dwayne Wade. So that's that's my favorite player. And I actually was able to go back in the tunnel and all of that, but I was so busy doing this, and he like, "Yo, wait right here," but I I didn't even get to speak or anything. So I don't think it'll be more so of a, a star scroll thing. I think uh, it's more of a like pick your brain, want to get some knowledge from you type of thing or whatever. I don't think me really meeting somebody, I'm gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, that's yeah," you know, nah.
0: But thing is, I I I see I see you're a big LeBron fan.
1: Oh yeah. King James.
0: <laughs> what three questions did you would ask him?
1: What three questions would I ask King James? Uh just on the business side of you know how successful he's been off the court. Uh of course, you know, just drop hoops and dream clothing line. Uh so just just talking about like getting at it, you know, uh going down that avenue, you know with him, far as just from the business uh aspect, and you know um just you talk about a night now what.
0: What what three questions you were asking James?
1: Oh, just on a business aspect of just, you know, how he how he's taking his business portfolio just to a whole other level, being that, you know, we just drop uh hoops and dreams, uh line. So <clears throat> just you talk talking about a 16, 15-year-old kid and then 19 years in a game uh, of LeBron and just for him to be. Uh, just so successful on and off the court, just how he has built his portfolio, you know, more so off of the court, you know, that would be like the main question that I that I asked.
0: Okay, okay. So now you told you told me Coach Sims about for advice. What other coaches or people you go to
1: for advice? Uh, you know, it's it's a lot of like uh, you know. Uh Jay Kern, uh, she used to be the coach at um, at Tennessee State University. Uh you know, my AAU coach, um, Coach Kim, Kimberly Davis, it's a it's a lot of coaches, you know, that I talk to or whatever. Like I said, uh I feel like you no one knows it all. Uh so you know, I think it's big on, um, you know, especially when you have those caliber coaches. You know, my college coach, I call him, I see him film. Uh, you know, on games that we play, and just you know, get his personal opinion, you know, as far as you know, what I could have done better, you know, as a coach or whatever. And that's even when I break right down, you know, film, I do a lot of stuff like that of what could I have called in this situation, or what I could have set us up and done different, you know, in this situation. Uh, because at the end of the day, you're still dealing with kids, so um, but that's that's kind of the big thing, it, it ain't any anybody really particular, uh, you know, Coach Bailey, he was uh, our boys coach um, at Luella with me, you know, the last four, four seasons. So, you know, me and him talk, put some stuff together and, you know, I asked him his opinion and stuff on on people. He'll look at scouting reports and stuff for me. So um it's just it's it's a small uh group of, of, of coaches that i definitely call and like i say i you know i respect uh uh you know their thoughts and, and so on how you know, my, my, my ad I pull out of retirement you know every now and then so yeah I mean it's 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 always good to have some uh some coaches that's you know been there that you know that's done it and uh and I'm just always willing to learn you know so oh, okay okay
0: so and hearing all the things that you've heard throughout your whole life what quote did you hear and it still sticks with you to this day
1: oh fall seven times get up eight hmm.
0: tell, tell me why that quote stuck with you so much
1: um, I mean it's life you know like we talked about earlier you know you're gonna have you know failure as a part of life uh, uh, disappointments all of that stuff so it's all about what you gonna do next? You know, you're gonna stay there, you're gonna pout, you're gonna soak in it, or you gonna get up, put your boots back to the ground, uh, and 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 you know, get get to working. So that's always been it. Uh false fall seven time, uh, get up eight. So yeah, it's just it's just I mean it's it's self-explanatory, like no matter what it is, like whether it's a game, whether you lose a game, you miss a shot bad coaching call, whatever. Like, you can't stay stuck in it. You got to you gotta move on and just learn from it and, and get ready for the next one, so.
0: Okay, okay. So now, it's so the last question. Why do you love coaching?
1: Uh, just being able to, you know, I see me and a lot of kids, you know, myself. Uh, I've been just a part of these kids' journey, you know, on their life journey. Like I had coaches, you know, like I said, uh Coach Sid Singletary. I was uh, one of my little uh I guess they call it little lead now, uh coaches and then co- uh, coach uh Stacy Maston uh played a huge part on on my journey, you know uh basketball you know, uh, being being who I am as far as, you know, basketball the gateway to to get me here. Uh so I think it's it's important. Uh especially in women's basketball that, you know, the ladies are able to see someone that looks like them, you know? And so, uh, I try to, uh, be, uh, I try to be to them the coach that, you know, that I want it. They don't mean that I always get it right, you know, uh, or whatnot, but, you know, that's, that's the coach that I try to be, you know, for them and push them beyond and, you know, give them tough love, uh, uh, push them to the edge right then, pull them back before they fall off, you know, so just try to prepare them. I think that's what I'm here just to be a servant of, of these kids and just give back to, you know, to whatever community that I am, that I am in. And I think that's, that's all being, you know, a coach is about just being that other guy figure uh, for young, for young women. So um, I just love it. And, you know, outside of, you know, that I just love being on those sidelines on Tuesdays, Fridays. Walking in the gym, you know, I'd say uh, probably nine out of the ten gyms that we walked in this year, we was booed. So that's like the best feeling in the world. Like just being booed in the gym is like one of the most amazing. It it takes me back to my player days. Like, yeah, love it. Like, come on, say it louder, louder. So, I mean, that's like the best feeling in the world or whatever, you know, and just you beat unprepared all week and you get to see your girls go out there and compete. So, I mean, well, yeah, that's like the best part. Probably the best thing, though, that I like is being booed, of, booed in the gym. That, like, gives me some type of satisfaction when I, when I hear booze. I love it. You love you love being the
0: villain. You love being the villain.
1: Oh, yeah, it's the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. I think that's more so the player side of me yeah i love it
0: okay okay so now before you sign off who would you like to see come on the podcast
1: who would i like to see come on the podcast um i would like to hear my girl at a fed ty uh ty gilbert i would like to hear her come on the podcast and just so I could tune on and just tune into and listen to her her uh journey and stuff, you know, and 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 depth. that's the one I like to hear on the podcast. Okay, I got you. I got you, I
0: got you, I got you. Well, do you have any last words before we sign off?
1: Uh no, man. Just uh whatever that it is that you want to do in life, just believe that you can and just understand that it's gonna be roadblocks, whatever. Uh, it's gonna be buzzer beaters, mm. it's gonna be all those things, but you know, you gotta laugh at it, and smile, and uh get back to work and just know that whatever you believe, there's nothing in this world that you can't achieve. You know, it might be the most cliche thing in the world, but if you don't feel confident and have that type of confidence in driving yourself, then it's kind of pointless. Yes. But uh I see everybody in March and making complex. <laughs>
0: Hey, Coach Brown, Coach Swag, whatever you want to call it, she gonna be, she's going to be there in March and make it on the <laughs> sideline, coaching. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm signing off with Coach Brown. I'm I'm your host, Jonathan Hooker. I'm signing off with one of the best coaches in Georgia. I'm saying it first. Thank you. Coaches in Georgia. Thank Let's you. see you on the next episode. Peace.